Welcome to the show and thanks for talking to us. Thank you. Uh, Pleasure to be here. I wanted to ask you what is your expectations from the monetary policy? Uh, what do you think are, is the RBI going to cut rates as, as expected by the market? So one thing, rate cuts are a virtual certainty, particularly mm-hmm. given the growth numbers that we've seen, the core sector growth numbers that we saw yesterday pretty right. much flat. Uh, so given that also the PMI numbers, the manufacturing PMI that has come in today, um, a rate cut is probably a certain uh, thing on, on the table. The MPC members might actually differ. I think it will be a unanimous vote for a rate cut. Mm-hmm. But I have a feeling that the actual magnitude of the cuts, mm-hmm. whether it's 15 basis points, 25, 35, 50 or whatever, I think you'll get a range of opinions mm-hmm. in, in, in the policy. Right. Um, the, 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 the thing is that, I mean, uh, how they, the MPC plans to sequence mm-hmm. uh, the rate cuts, uh, give a front loading right now mm-hmm. uh, or wait and, and, and watch, say, the pre-festival sales uh, activity, mm-hmm. the monsoon activity, food, manufacturing, exports, mm-hmm. etc. And, and wait to give further cuts down mm-hmm. the line. Uh, I I think mainly they will be driven by two considerations, Mm -hmm. whether to support the very large fiscal stimulus that has just come in Mm -hmm. or whether to see the effects of the fiscal stimulus uh, and and wait for other economic activities, see how growth is reviving, how the global Mm -hmm. activity is reviving before Mm -hmm. they go ahead with with further cuts. Right. Since uh, the last uh, policy meeting in August, there have been a lot of changes in the global environment. Uh, There was uh, a crude price and also in the uh, U.S.-China trade war, there was a bit of escalation. Also, the U.S. Fed, uh, you know, a rate cut came. Do you think in a global environment, RBI is uh, going to announce, uh, you know, a few measures uh, in line with the global environment? Well, you're absolutely right. I mean, globally, there are now concerns, uh, as you know, Hmm. uh, of an impending recession, although Hmm. it's very difficult for the data Hmm. that is coming out of the U.S. to support such a view. But markets do believe that there is a high probability of a recession coming in in 2021. Hmm. Uh, And and globally, central banks have have cut rates. Hmm. Even yesterday, uh, the Reserve Bank of Australia has again cut rates. Mm -hmm. Uh, So this is is carrying on. Uh, All central banks are cutting. So the RBI is in line, although the cuts have been deeper Mm -hmm. uh, than the other central banks. Uh, But globally, I think uh, economic growth is slowing. Mm -hmm. Uh, We are waiting for the new IMF forecast to come in. Mm -hmm. Uh, Global growth will probably be 3% or lower Mm -hmm. uh, in in 2020. Uh, So if given all of this, I think global conditions will not be very favorable for Mm -hmm. India's exports to be Mm -hmm. growing very fast uh, in the near term at least. I mean, Mm -hmm. and particularly, as you mentioned, all the trade Mm -hmm. uh, wars, tensions related things. I don't think there's going to be an early resolution Mm -hmm. of many of these processes. So that's actually weighing on global growth. Mm -hmm. Uh, And in that environment, the RBI to be out of line will be relatively unusual. 
Right. Uh, so do you think uh, that because of the fiscal measures that was announced by the government in September, uh, do you think, uh, you know, because of those measures, the concerns on the slowdown has, uh, you know, evaded or do you think we are still on the, the, that trajectory? So a couple of things. First, I think the measure has to be applauded. It mm. was a very bold move. I think over the medium term, long term, mm. India's competitiveness will definitely be enhanced mm -hmm. uh, by this measure, particularly the export competitiveness that we are worried about. Mm -hmm. uh, in the near term, there is still, I'm a little uncertain about the immediate effects. Mm -hmm. It is likely to push put more cash uh, in the hands of corporates. Mm -hmm. So they have more leeway to uh, fund CapEx, etc. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think uh, immediately there is likely to be a relatively lower impact on demand. Okay. Uh, demand from consumers, demand from other, from households, mm -hmm. even, even from, from the government. I mean, there is likely to be a lesser impact. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, that measure, that, that very bold measure needs to be supported by other measures on the ground. I have, I have advocated this before. Mm -hmm. And I think there is room and probably the need uh, for a cut in personal income taxes. Right. Uh, I think it needs to be a coordinated set of measures, both corporate income taxes and personal income taxes, together with the lower funding costs that we are likely to see. Mm -hmm. uh, transmission is likely to be better with liquidity and the external benchmarking of rates uh, that has already begun from today. Uh, I, I think there is uh, a need for reviving personal demand mm. and if personal demand begins to revive and frankly I think the Q2 growth mm. numbers that you will see at the end of November uh, is already likely to be much better, significantly better than the 5% Q1 growth that you had. Okay. Uh, so if demand actually begins to revive, then all the measures given to the corporates to incentivize uh, CapEx, investment, etc., that will begin to gain traction. Right. So we had done some kind of data analysis in uh, after the last quarter results. ICR has not improved. Mm -hmm. um, probably there is the, the transmission of lower interest rate is not being felt by the corporates. Mm -hmm. uh, and you said that RBI is on deeper, you know, interest rate cutting mode. Uh, when you see this actual transmission happening happening for corporates now that the, even their corporate, uh, you know, tax has uh, reduced. Right. So a couple of things. One, transmission, I mean, it's very difficult for corporates, etc. I mean, because the overall uh, lending rates, mm. uh, what the RBI calls the Waller, uh, weighted average lending rate, right. uh, across a mix of people, I mean, mm -hmm. from retail lending, corporate lending, etc. Uh, that has come down by about 40, 45 basis points right. till the last policy announcement. Uh, banks have cut the SLR, but of course, I mean, you know, given the structural constraints and savings, deposits, etc., mm -hmm. banks have not been able to entirely pass on Mm -hmm. uh, the 110 basis point repo rate cut. Right. I think that will begin to change mm -hmm. uh, now. I mean, the gov both the, the government and the RBI measures to try to incentivize funds flows to NBFC mm -hmm. and thereby then the on-lending to MSMEs, which mm -hmm. is the critical segment for right. growth. I, I, I think that, that now needs to be looked at. I think that will begin to happen now. I think our, our view on system liquidity going forward, mm -hmm. uh, particularly in Q3 mm -hmm. uh, that we have just entered, um, the, the liquidity situation is likely to be much, much more better, okay. much easier uh, mm -hmm. in Q3 than, than it was in the earlier parts of the year. Mm -hmm. and, and particularly with the move to the new uh, benchmarking methodology of right. setting lending rates, I think you will begin to see a more accelerated Mm -hmm. uh, dropping of, of borrowing costs mm -hmm. uh, for, for borrowers. Right. And, and together with all the other measures, the microprudential measures mm -hmm. uh, to ease funding into, into NBFCs, other stress segments, mm -hmm. I think you will begin to see gradually more funding begin to flow into these sectors. By the second half of this fiscal? 
I, I would think. I, I think uh, in H2 itself, mm-hmm. uh, let's see how the pre-festival credit flows mm-hmm. uh, begin to look like. Mm-hmm. Till now, I think credit is a concern. That credit mm-hmm. flows that we have seen till the end of August mm-hmm. have not been very good. And mm-hmm. this is one of the reasons why our, our FY20 growth forecast, GDP growth right. forecast, still remains round about that 6 to mm-hmm. 6.4%. Mm-hmm. Uh, because in the absence of credit flows. But having said this, I think the measures are now in place for transmission to go in and for additional credit flows to start flowing into the sector. So we all geared up for that kind of transmission. I, I, I think the policy measures and the structures that have been put in place, mm. uh, the, the pricing structures, mm. etc., for the loans, I think will begin to incentivize okay. uh, greater funds flows into the segments. Right. So government has released the data for the borrowing target for next half uh, uh, of FY20, right. and they've stuck to their earlier ta- target. Right. Do you think uh, they will be able to kind of meet that, uh, that I mean, remain in that figure that they have mentioned? My, my guess is they will. Uh, mm. Till now, of course, I mean, there are multiple uncertainties mm. now because I mean, if growth revival doesn't take up, mm. uh, then revenue streams, particularly tax revenues, mm. are likely to fall short even more than what we are currently anticipating. Mm. Uh, so the overall, uh, the overall shortage deficit that is mm. likely to emerge from the system, the government has multiple tools. So exactly as, and, and this is corroborated by the, by the H2 borrowing that you, right. that you just mentioned. The fear is, so one of the ways of reducing the effect of the overall shortfall in the tax revenue flows is that the, the transfers, the 42% that needs to mm. be devolved to states, that will probably come down. Okay. And it is precisely that which showed up in the, in the state government borrowing the SDL loans mm. as they are called, uh, the 40, 42,000 right. additional crores uh, that, are, that has uh, been, been put into the calendar. I think states will need to manage the resources better mm. because the, the funds flows, the de- devolution from the center, mm. uh, that is likely to be lower and right. that is going to be an impact on states' finances. Oh. Okay. So uh, the, the recent, uh, the current account deficit for uh, uh, April to June is kind of narrowed. What do you make out of it? Uh, is it a good news or a bad news? No, no, it is, it is good news. Good and bad. Well, I mean, because India's, th- there is a certain level of India's current account deficit. Mm. Being a capital-starved country, we mm. need capital inflows. Mm. And and unless the rupee were to strengthen massively, mm. uh, the RBI has to intervene massively, you need but to maintain. But we have, in, in, in the month of September, a rupee had strengthened. Right. We, we had strengthened. Yeah. And, and you can't really strengthen in an environment mm. where most emerging market currencies, our peer competitors mm. in the export markets, mm. are, have, have depreciated their right. currencies. So you have to manage that. So you need a certain amount of current account deficit mm. to be able to absorb the capital flows that come into the system. But mm. beyond the level, capital, the current account deficit becomes a problem. Mm. Yesterday's numbers were encouraging. Uh, so, and, and, but this is, this is unfortunately a sign uh, that India's investment needs, the gap, the investment and domestic savings gap mm-hmm. that emerges from the system has lowered. Mm. We need this gap to increase slightly. Our own sense is that probably for this year we'll have about a 1.7 to 1.8 percent of GDP deficit current account for the full deficit year? for the full year. Okay. Uh, it was minus 2.1 mm. uh, the last year round. So it's going to be a little lower mm. uh, than, than last year. Uh, but that actually signals uh, a, a lack of investment demand. Uh, we should try to increase the current account deficit a little bit, but mm. the composition of deficit should be more capital-oriented imports rather than consumption-oriented imports. Okay. That that's the one that the one part 
that needs to be uh, kept in focus. Right. One last question, moving on to banking sector, not macro per se. Banking uh, companies, I mean, banking, all the, I am not taking the names, but most of them are are struggling in today uh, today's date uh, because of various reasons, exposure to companies which have uh, defaulted. Do you think government will intervene at this point of time? Or do you think, uh, I mean, this, this, this problems will be taken care of by the, by the banks themselves? No. So, I mean, banks to a very large extent have become much more risk conscious. Mm. Uh, the risk systems are much better. So the additional troubles, problems mm. are, are likely to be more limited than we had seen over the last five or six years. Mm. Having said this, the government has also shown its intent uh, through various measures, the last mile funding initiative, the, the first loss, credit loss initiative, etc. The Reserve Bank has shown some relaxations of microprudential norms. Uh, that they are, I, I do not think there will be specific individual banking uh, specific interventions that will come in, probably okay. not even needed, probably not even desired. Okay. But overall for the system, I think the Reserve Bank and the government are both very, very alert and conscious. The Reserve Bank is very closely monitoring as they have announced, just specifically emphasized uh, continuously throughout. Uh, they are very alert to the system and, and they will support it via liquidity, individual microprudential measures, etc. to be able to ensure that, I mean, you know, so the first, the underlying assets of the real estate segment, uh, maybe the commercial vehicle segment, that is taken care of. And then if there are additional funding needs that come in from there, uh, they will support the, the funds. All right. On that note, thanks a lot for a wonderful conversation. A thanks a lot for, jo- for joining us. So the Reserve Bank of India is widely expected to cut interest rates in its monetary policy review on Friday. The market will be keenly watching out what will be the RBI's commentary on inflation and other macro data. This was a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.